Welcome to the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast, produced by the Poetry Foundation, publisher of Poetry Magazine. This is tour number four, the Fine Arts Building. This tour discusses the Chicago literary scene of the early 20th century and features poetry by Edgar Lee Masters. The Chicago Poetry Tour is a multimedia tour of poetry written in and about Chicago. It features a wide range of poets, set in a variety of neighborhoods and landmarks. The tour explores 22 sites around the city and showcases the dynamic and legendary history of poetry in Chicago through archival and contemporary recordings of poets and scholars, local musicians, and historic photos. You can take the whole tour for free at poetryfoundation.org. This building shares a long history with the arts in Chicago. According to Bill Savage, it was once the place to hang out for all kinds of writers and artists. You would come there for dinners, you would come there for readings of plays, for readings of poetry. The coffee shop on the first floor, you know, drop in one morning and, you know, you might be sitting next to Carl Sandburg as he reads the day's paper. Originally, this was the Studebaker building. The first four floors were designed to display Studebaker carriages. In 1898, it was converted to a building for artists. That's when the theaters and shops on the first floor were added. When this building was renovated in 1898 and renamed the Fine Arts Building, 65 studios for musicians, artists, and writers were created. It may seem quiet here now, but imagine the scene back then. Sculptor Laredo Taft had his studio in room 1038. William Denslow, who illustrated The Wizard of Oz, worked here. The literary magazine The Dial was published here. Frank Lloyd Wright rented an office on the 10th floor. Musicians, writers, dancers, and artists all working away in their studios. There was one sort of boiling world of Chicago arts and letters, and it was much poetry as journalism, as drama, as fiction, all one thing, all going on at once. And that kind of critical mass of creative energy only happens in particular cities at particular times. And the Fine Arts Building was at the center of that scene. Margaret Anderson had an office in room 917. Her magazine, Little Review, published some of the most radical writers of the time, such as T.S. Eliot, William Carlos Williams, the surrealist André Breton, and anarchist Emma Goldman. Ezra Pound served as the magazine's London editor. Anderson was later tried for obscenity after publishing James Joyce's Ulysses. Again, Bill Savage. Poetry is as much about institutions as it is about poets and poems. You have to get the poetry to the people. And Chicago had a structural scene that got that done. And so magazines like uh, The Little Review, Poetry, Dial, these are magazines that enabled poetry to get to readers and that helped create a community of poets and of audiences and uh, synergy between poetry and other arts and across the, the whole cultural landscape of the city and it's centered on places like the Fine Arts Building where Laredo Taft would have his studio and so would Clarence Darrow and his law partner Edgar Lee Masters. You had the great artists and writers hanging out together. Edgar Lee Masters was a lawyer who'd published a couple of books of poetry that no one read. He and Sandberg met not as fellow poets but in court. Masters was working on a case that Sandberg was covering as a journalist. The two became friends, they traded poetry, and encouraged each other. Masters then began writing a series of short poems spoken from the grave by various characters from the fictional town of Spoon River. 
the Spoon River Anthology remains among the most popular books of poetry in American literature. In this poem, a dead school teacher speaks with passionate nostalgia for a beloved student. Here's Edgar Lee Masters. Emily Sparks from Spoon River Anthology. Where is my boy, my boy, in what far part of the world? The boy I love best of all in the school. I, the teacher, the old maid, the virgin heart, who made them all my children. Did I know my boy right, thinking of him as spirit of flame, active ever aspiring? Oh, boy, boy, for whom I prayed and prayed. In many watchful hours at night, do you remember the letter I wrote you of the beautiful love of Christ? And whether you ever took it or not, my boy, wherever you are, work for your soul's sake that all of the clay of you, all of the dross of you, may yield to the fire of you, till the fire is nothing but light, nothing but light. Edgar Lee Masters reading Emily Sparks from Spoon River Anthology. This has been the Chicago Poetry Tour podcast. This was tour number four, the Fine Arts Building. The narrator was Scott Simon. The opening music is by the Deep Blue Organ Trio, used with permission of Delmark Records. The full tour with 22 sites is available for free. You can take the multimedia tour online or download audio files at poetryfoundation.org. I'm Ed Herman. Thanks for listening.